Mark My Words shares Mark Homer's contrarian views on investing, business, finance, economics, and all things money. Mark interviews the world's most successful business, finance, and money experts, as well as imparting his knowledge in a factual, direct, and no-nonsense manner. Welcome to Mark My Words. Hello, Mark Homer here for Mark My Words. I'm going to talk to you about due diligence today and how to dig into potential JV partners and into deals and to protect yourself um, when, or, or to learn how to protect yourself when you're going into a new deal. I think the first thing that you may want a JV partner to do when you're potentially talking about going into a deal together is just to get them to download their credit file. Um, I would get them to go on Credit Experts, so that's www.creditexpert.co.uk, uh, and to get them to give you a copy of that credit file. I'd have a look at it. I'd look for any late payments, any defaults, any sort of CCJs, anything like that. It should all be on there. Um, you know, if somebody's got a really bad credit history, you might want to question why you're going to go into business with them or you're going to give, you know, sort of... Um, you know, you're going to give money to them because they may not pay it back. Um, some JV partners may be concerned about not giving you all of the details on the credit file. So just ask them to redact any personal information, uh, which, you know, they, they, they don't want you to see. But obviously, you need to be able to see the, the credit history uh, for each account they've got. Um, waffly answers, you know, lack of specifics. Generally, if you're asking questions about the investment or about them, or about what they've done previously, uh, usually indicate to me that they don't have much experience or don't want to divulge things to you. So I don't like that. I like specific answers. I like facts. Uh, I like to see track record. Land registry. Uh, land registry uh, can be very, very useful when working out um, who owns buildings. Uh, it can show you what um, debt there is or what charges there are on buildings. Um, you can go on HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash E-S-E-R-V-I-C-E-S, that's eservices.landregistry.gov.uk. Um, say to them, I want to see, you know, the last five transactions which you completed. Um, give me the addresses, go on land registry, um, get the title register. They may say, oh, I don't own it anymore you can actually apply for a previous version of the register to work out who owned that property at a point in time or, or that piece of land at a point in time in the past. And there's another form you can fill out to get that. So I would get all that information. If the building is owned by a limited company, you can go to https colon forward forward beta.companieshouse.gov.uk, type the company name in and check who the directors and shareholders of the company are. Uh, and then go into the annual return. If you click on the annual return, you'll be able to see what uh, who the shareholders are and what percentage they each own. Uh, and then if you click on people, um, there's another little sub tab uh, which shows who the controlling parties are within the company. And that will give you an idea on there. It often says more than 25%, but less than 50% of the share capital. So that's that's interesting. Company's house information can be 12, 18 months behind. So, you know, if you can't find the information you're looking for, ask the person you're investing with to supply documentary evidence like management accounts for their businesses or like the year end that may not be filed at company's house yet. 
uh, they should be able to go to their accountant and, and get these things. And if they can't, well, it maybe means that they're not running uh, a particularly tight, uh, sort of an administratively um, well-run company, uh, or they don't want to show you. So there'll be a question mark there. Uh, another good um, resource is do, do deal. Um, you know, you can look for liquidated companies. Um, again, Companies House, that I, the, the website that I'm, I mentioned um, previously is good for that as well. Make sure you have a look. If you do a people search, click on all the people with that name and date of birth because often it separates them. So have a look for any liquidated companies, specifically where there are creditors who haven't been paid. Um, usually the liquidator will list those out and the amounts. Um, it's different when companies are dissolved and shut down because they're not being used anymore and there's no outstanding amounts to creditors. Um, these aren't usually an issue. It's, it's when there's, um, you know, they've not paid lots of people. Um, so if you need help, uh, just ask your accountant to help you with this, this background work. If you're concerned and want to search for any unspent criminal convictions, you can't, spend for, you can't search for any spent criminal convictions, but you can dig into uh, whether somebody has any unspent con convictions, i.e. They, they get a few years before they drop off the register. Um, have a look on https colon forward forward www.mygov.scot that s-c-o-t forward slash basic hyphen disclosure forward slash apply hyphen for hyphen basic hyphen disclosure that's https colon forward slash if you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. forward slash www.mygov.scot that's uh, Sierra Charlie Oscar Tango S-C-O-T forward slash basic hyphen disclosure forward slash apply hyphen for hyphen basic hyphen disclosure so you'll see any criminal convictions on there as long as they haven't been spent and after a few years they become spent um, you know, the, the individual who um, is you're, you're, you're sort of looking into needs to apply for that themselves and then supply you with the document. Um, very important when you're doing any deal to control the money and drip feed it in as per when it's needed. If you're buying a deal, send the money straight to the solicitor ready for exchange. Send the money to the solicitor ready for completion, not before. If you're doing a, a development or a build project, do it in stages. Send the money for works complete. You know, there needs to be some justification. Go on site, have a look, and then release money 
And once they see that you're on site and, you know, they need to get your um, get you on site to get the money released, they're unlikely to take the pee quite so much. Um, so, you know, make, make sure you don't suddenly give l- l- big lumps of money to people uh, that they can go off and spend on whatever they want. Um, transactions which are done personally or not in a limited company um, or a limited liability partnership or or trust structure probably won't uh, or won't show on company's house. And information on these entities is not normally publicly available. Um, so, you know, ask for the accounts or, or documentation to corroborate these entities if they're saying that they're, they're done through these, these entities. Um, it'll all be clear from the paperwork. Ask for three investors' details who the JV partner says they've done deals with so you can talk to them about their experience of how the JV went. Maybe better just to say to the individual, oh, can you give me your last three deals? Have a look at the deals. Have a look online. Get the JV partner's names and then just say, do you mind if I contact them? Uh, If they're not happy, then uh, there may be good reason for that. Uh, Cross-reference the name of these people with the ones that you see at Land Registry and Company's House. The next thing that I would do um, is probably view these properties to corroborate the information that you, they've given you. Uh, if the properties have been sold, you can still look through the windows to see what you, if you're, what you're being told is matching up. Go with your gut. Start small. Do one and, and test the deal um, with this person. So, you know, get a good six, nine months before you, you dive in and do anything else. You need farther time to show you what this person's like. Um, some people say that you should um, give all the information you would to a, a bank when you're you know, going to go into a JV with somebody. Um, so further information, if this is the case and they're you know, open, you could, get the, you could ask them for their SA302, which will show you their, their income, a full property list of all, all the properties they, they own. Um, you know, banks usually... Um, I can understand why lots of people wouldn't want to do this because banks have to keep data confidential and only use it for the purpose intended. And investors don't and often won't. They may misuse the information. Uh, so there is a bit of a balance here. Um, but, um, you know, it's worth asking for it. For the highest degree of security, when you're lending money, only lend on a first charge basis and up to 70% loan to value and insist on a personal guarantee if you're lending to a limited company. Um, you You must find your own uh, solicitor, not one instructed or sourced by the person offering the deal. Get your own RIC surveyor to value the property so you know you're only lending that 70%. Uh, and RIC surveyors must have a local experience of valuing that type of property. Um, you can find them on www.ricksfirms.com. Um, some people may lend a second charge uh, and up to a higher loan to value if they're more comfortable, maybe more experienced. It's important to understand that there'll be more risk uh, with this pr- approach, as first charge loans can be increased without your consent as a second charge holder, and there may be no equity left in the deal if the worst may happen. Um, so it can be a good idea to wait until you've got more experience before entering into this type of transaction. If you're going to do uh, a supplier loan or some equity, um, you definitely want a solicitor to create and execute this for you. Uh, they may want to put a charge or a restriction at land registry. They need to do that. They need to make sure it's registered properly. Uh, you definitely need a long stop on on the repayment of the monies. Um, you know that's a that's a date in the future. Um, you know, and if if you're taking a share or equity, um, clearly you're going to be a shareholder, director in all likelihood of a company or a partner in a partnership. So you have a shareholders agreement or a partnership agreement, and that needs to be written 
and executed by your solicitor, the one you pick. Um, you need to your solicitor carefully check who holds the decision-making power in this entity, and the preference would be for you, but it may work whereas both partners have equal footing, a bit like Rob and myself, where we have sort of the ability uh, to, to vote equally. You must read and go through every clause in this agreement, make sure you understand it. If your JV partner is developing buildings, they'll need to obtain planning consent. Ask for uh, copies of historical planning consents on that site or building. Ask to see any um, planning pre-app response. Check that their consultant name is on the application. What date these go back and show they're acting, uh, you know, as principal on a deal rather than, you know, just being on the periphery as lots of people, uh, you know, sometimes like to sort of say to, to, to sort of fake it till they make it. Um, do the numbers add up? Does it look right? Um, do the agent's predictions in terms of the sale prices work? Speak to a builder to check the conversion or build costs. Are all the professional costs in there? Are the legal costs in there? Are the finance costs in there? Um, have you thought about the warranty costs? You know, any contingencies? All of that stuff needs to go in the development appraisal. Um, speak to the bank. Check yourself what the refinance criteria is to make sure that you can actually refinance it to the loan to value that they're talking about. Um, you know, and I, I just wouldn't go into any JV where I didn't understand the quality of the deal behind it myself. Uh, and if you don't feel confident, you just need to walk away. Um, you know, Rob and I don't get paid when people in our communities do JVs. And in many ways, it's a, a lose-lose for us because we don't directly benefit um, when they go well and sometimes get the point, finger pointed at us in the instances that they go wrong. Um, also know the benefit of them to many in the community uh, and the huge number of successful partnerships that have blossomed as a result. So for people offering training or education, you may want to do some due diligence on them uh, rather than sort of when you're going into a deal. Um, I would do a search on Amazon. I would see, you know, if they've, they've written any books on the subject. Have they got a lot of reviews? What do the reviews say? Uh, what are, period are those reviews over? Um, have, do a search on Google. LinkedIn and Facebook, how much reach and coverage do they have? Their profiles look new, or can you find a long tail history and reach? When were they founded? Long history of images, you know, social media forums, how much reach coverage do they have? Um, you know, and, and you need to have a look, see if they've got a website. Does it look like an empty shop? Is it information rich? Um, are the pictures of the founders there, personal email addresses? Do the testimonials have pictures and real names? Can you contact them? Um, can you find a long history of blog posts and video content? Have a look on YouTube. Have a look um, when you do your Google search on the news tab to see if they've got any hard copy articles in newspapers or magazines. You know, reputation. Talk to other people. What is the social proof? Do the majority say good things? What consistencies, positive or negative, come up? I would write them down so you remember them all. How long have they been doing the thing that you want to learn, do? Have they had any high-profile court cases? Have they borrowed money, not paid it back? Um, you know, assess the commentators and attackers too, because obviously some of them are, you know, not genuine. Maybe they've got um, some sort of ulterior motive. Uh, but, you know, if uh, and if they're persistent attackers themselves, then often, you know, I'd, uh, I'd apply less weight to what they say. Uh, but if the same things are coming up from a number of people, uh, then it's more likely to be true. Um Proof. Can they provide proof about what they teach and the results of their, their students? Uh, can you meet people that they've trained? 
They've got video proof, pictures, properties, deals online. Uh, and what sort of personal nature and, and personal support do they offer? Do they answer your emails and Facebook, um, you know, sort of private messages? Um, do they have their own domain email address or is it a sort of hosted one like email? They have a real office that can be found. So, you know, to start with training, I would probably go to a low cost event first. Try and speak to the founders, the trainers and the delegates in the breaks. Read a book, uh, a report to, uh, you know, assess value. Listen to audio, watch all the videos on YouTube. Um, you know, see how willing the, the, the staff are to help. Um, ask online, forums, networking events, professionals within, within the industry. Contact any case studies, investors. Uh, you know, and, and just generally, it's about making sure you are going to get out of it what it is uh, that you need. So you need to be very clear on what your objectives are and whether they're the right person with the right experience to, to, to give you that. Because um, sometimes they may be great trainers, but they don't know what you need to know. Training is an investment. Um, so can you gain something um, from what you are going to invest and, you know, implement? Because implementation is, is, the, is the key to all of this. Um, I'd only generally listen to people who've got real experience and can prove it. Um, you know, a lot of people talk about a lot of stuff, but they haven't done much of it before. They'll tell you they have, but really it's about sort of seeking out evidence of what they've done. Observe their reputation, um, their size and length of time in, in the marketplace. Understand people's biases. What are their ulterior motives? Why are they telling you what they're trying to tell you? And do lots of other people say the same thing? who are not connected uh, about that service product or, or JV partner. Uh, I'd be aware, I'd be, I'd, I'd be slightly reticent to take too much from free advice or forums online because a lot of people don't know what they're talking about. Uh, I think you really need to align with someone uh, and get to know somebody uh, and take advice from somebody who has done multiple deals or, or you know, sort of been in the space that, that you're looking to go into for, for a long period of time. Okay, so I hope that's been useful. I hope you've got some good value from that JV session in how to dig into investors and into people offering training, specifically property or small business type training. Uh, that has been Mark Homer for Mark My Words. <laughs>